0: This is Marie T. Russell. Welcome to the Inner Self audio version of Four Steps to Release Ourselves from Living in Fear written by Lawrence Duchin. Lawrence is the author of A Book on Fear Feeling Safe in a Challenging World. Fear is debilitating. It affects us, our thinking, our health, and our relationships and we know it is very present in these times. But there are ways to leave fear behind and enter a life of joy, for we are meant to live in joy, not fear. Do these four steps in order, and you will enable yourself to journey away from a life run by fear and into a new existence of compassion and open-hearted joy. STEP 1. DEVELOP AWARENESS The first step on your journey is to develop an awareness of your own fears. Fear does a great job at hiding itself, and we can't fix something if we aren't aware of the problem. Many of us are aware that we're afraid of certain things, such as getting sick from a pandemic, losing our job, or perhaps never finding a significant other. But we have fears that hide in our subconscious as well, some of which support our more obvious fears. For instance, our fear that we won't find a significant other may stem from a fear that we are not lovable enough. Many who have been sexually abused have a fear of not being in control, as that is what helps them feel safe. As we age, we have a large fear around what will happen to us when we get older and when we die. We become aware of our hidden fears by watching our emotions and reactions. Carl Jung, the father of analytical psychology, said that projection is a common phenomenon. We are rarely angry for the reasons we think. It is usually our fear or guilt being projected out. Similarly, blame is a projection of guilt and judgment is a projection of our self-judgment which is a type of fear? We can't live fear-free and have healthy and authentic relationships as long as these false messages run within us. When we start to witness our reactions and judgments, we can begin to pull these projections back in and apply self-forgiveness and a higher perspective as to how these beliefs were created through conditioning. Both individual, parents, caretakers, bosses, etc., and societal, marketing messages that constantly tell us we're not good enough unless we have this product or service. Step 2. Be in the now and in our body. Spiritual masters from all religions and traditions have told us that only the present moment exists, and science has confirmed the relativity of time. This is important because fear lives only in the past and in the future. Begin to witness your thoughts and how they are constantly in the past or in the future. This is referred to as mindfulness. You may be thinking, why did I say that to my boss yesterday? Or how am I going to pay that bill next week? The future is an especially bad breeding ground for fear. We tend to come up with all of these imagined negative scenarios that rarely happen. Additionally, being in the now places us in our body. Our fears and beliefs are stored in our cells, and to release these beliefs, we have to find a better balance between our thoughts, which is where most people are, and our body and feelings. Potential practices to place us in the body and the now meditation, being in nature, dance, counseling, voicing our fears, journaling, drumming, creative endeavors such as painting or cooking, anything that works for us individually. Step 3. Want it, allow it, trust it. Many people will say they want to be free of fear for good, but in truth, they are not willing to take the steps needed to do just that. They are comfortable in their lives, satisfied with their reputations, and content to maintain their dysfunctional relationships. They have settled for far less than the joy and peace that is available to them, and they live in a prison cell of their own making. The universe is pushing us to grow, but unfortunately, many resist. You can see from the huge number of people with addictions, drugs and alcohol, wealth and power, food, porn, technology and the internet, and more. We can continue down this downward cycle, or we can see what is happening from a higher perspective, understanding there is a purpose behind the clearing of what is false, within us. A spiritual practice or belief is extremely helpful, whether that is a belief in God or some type of higher power or creator, or simply a belief that we exist in an organized, intelligent, and loving, non-punishing universe. We are not this narrow ego lens through which we see the world. As we trust and allow ourselves to flow with life instead of resisting it, We will see improvement in all of our relationships from personal to business to our communities. And we will be spontaneously joyful. Life will show us how to best utilize our gifts to help the world. Step four. Bring ourselves into the heart. The electromagnetic field coming from the heart is 60 times larger than what comes from the brain. The heart is literally the seat of our consciousness. Jesus said, where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. When we move into the heart, we literally see things very differently. And we are centered both in the present moment and in our body. Gratitude, compassion, and forgiveness are practices that enable us to move into the heart. But many don't use these spiritual muscles, so we have to practice them. The universe will present many opportunities for us to do this, and sometimes it may seem hard. Our ego may be saying that someone doesn't deserve forgiveness or compassion, but when we do these practices, The doors of heaven will literally open for us, and we can feel this. Here is a simple exercise to feel this. Think of something you are fearful about and hold this feeling. You will feel the contracting energy. Now, think of something for which you are grateful, and you can feel an opening, a rising energy in your body. Compassion opens the eyes and heart. Compassion recognizes we are one humanity. How can we judge another when we don't have a large enough perspective to know their life experience? If we had their experience, maybe we would be conducting our life exactly as they are. Compassion doesn't condone the action but simply allows us to understand how and why that person may have arrived at that choice. Again, non-compassion and non-forgiveness of others reflects how we feel about ourselves. You've just listened to Four Steps to Release Ourselves from Living in Fear, written by Lawrence Duchin, author of A Book on Fear. It was read by Marie T. Russell, publisher of InnerSelf.com. We hope that you have enjoyed this article. For over 30 years, we at InnerSelf have sought to encourage new attitudes and new possibilities. For more inspiration, visit us at InnerSelf.com.